Welcome back to the one-on-one -on -one halftime report. I'm Pat Costello, joined now by a member and a great guard of the 1971 Fordham team, Jack Burek. This is my time, Pittsburgh. Little McKees Rocks, it's about 20 minutes from here, but it's like Robinson Township, you know, so. Uh, but everyone used to jag me, because me and this Bobby Larbs are the only two guys from, that weren't from the city, like, you know. So, uh, but, you know, we had, we had a, our team, we had a great team. Greatest in Fordham history, if you look it up, you know, and, uh, you know, Digger, that's a Digger. Yeah, that's how we got the Notre Dame job. We beat them. Are we on? Are we working here? Yeah. We are on. Okay, yeah. we, beat, we beat them down the garden, 94-88, great Austin Carr, right? Yep. Okay. And then four nights later, the city was so alive, you cannot believe it. You can't. I mean, the, the old alumni will tell you. This was like the game of the year, okay? We're playing Al McGuire's Marquette team, okay? 19,500 people. They're number two. We were number five. We beat them. We replaced them. And we had them beat. We had them beat. I'm not going to tell you about the good doctor missing a one-on-one -on -one with three seconds to go. You know, and Jimmy Jones tips it in, they beat us in overtime. But I will tell you this story. It's the God's truth. Okay. I'm a big believer in God. The older I get, the wiser I get. See that? That's the Holy Spirit in the world. Our team was blessed. A lot of people don't know this. The players know it. If you saw the spirit in our team from the last reunion, Coach Pecora saw it, okay, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. My mother and Digger Phelps were like this. Digger Phelps was a very religious man. Before every game, my mom would give him a scapula. You know what a scapula is for the Irish? For good luck. She would kiss Charlie Elworth and our superstar, kiss uh, Billy Maynard, Kenny Charles, those are the black guys, and give me a hug, okay? So now she comes a little late to the garden. In the garden, 19,000 people, Okay, and this is the truth I'm telling you. All the way up, you can't even see how far it is, right? Here's what she said to this Irish cop. My flesh and blood is down there warming up right now, Jackie Buer. I came all the way from Pittsburgh, and I am not gonna sit in these seats. I can't even see them. Furthermore, Coach Digger Phelps is dependent on me and the rest of the team to give them the good luck scapula and the kisses. This guy marches her down, right? In, right into the locker room. Now who's in the locker room? You know, it's like big star time, right? Now we were just around to shoot around, like kind of like now. You go in, you got some time, right? Who's in the locker room? Out of favor now is Bill Cosby smoking this big cigar. So my mom comes in, she gives Digger the scapula. I knew Mrs. Bjork. How was your trip? Blah blah. Kisses Charlie, kisses Billy, kisses Kenny, gives her son a hug, and here's Cosby. Well, what's in it for me? She takes out the holy water and throws the holy water all over him. He says, "That's good enough for me." I feel blessed now. Okay, so then here's the best part. She comes out of the locker room. Little do I know what's about to happen. We warm up a little bit. They said, sing the national anthem. We're at the benches. I'm sitting at the bench, of course. You know, I played 40 minutes. We all played 40 minutes. Okay, and it's time to go out in the court. And I look up and I could barely see. I see my mother's not up there. Honest to God. I look down here. She's at the end of the bench with us. Okay, you know what happened? A cheerleader said, Mrs. Burek, you are not going up there. You are sitting with us. Okay, and she sat on a bench and watched that game. Now, unfortunately, we lost, okay, in overtime. But, uh, you know, we, we just had a great year. We just had a great year and went on to play the, you know, NCAAs against Villanova. They were just a little too tough. You know, they, I had to watch Chris Ford, six foot five. He became the Celtic coach. Uh, and by the way, we officially won the game. Do you know that? Yes, we did. Because Howard, yeah, you didn't hear that one, huh? It's in the record books, as we are, okay? The 1971 team, we're in the record books. Uh, but let me tell you why we won that game. Howard Porter, who didn't even know where he was, believe me, sat down and ate his pregame meal with us. 
he had signed the contract with the NBA agent, okay, before. So after the tournament, they went on to play NC, uh, UCLA in a championship. After the tournament, they declared us the winner. You know, big deal, you know, tournament's over. But we're the official winner in, in the record books. How about that? Didn't know that one. Uh, you're from here, from Pittsburgh, yes. but how yes. was it that you ended up at Fordham? Okay, here's how I ended up at Fordham. Once again, it's God's blessing. Uh, I, Fordham was playing Pitt at the Pitt, old Pitt Fieldhouse, okay? And I was in a Catholic uh, high school, uh, Franciscans, by the way, okay, uh, which I had a lot of friends with. So we played up the Fieldhouse, and I had, I want to say, maybe 31 points, about 12 assists. Who happened to beat her? And that was Johnny Bach, the guy that recruited me. So Johnny, and he was a great coach, you know. Uh, he was there looking for a point guard because Kenny Park, so you got to remember now, a lot of people don't remember this. Okay, freshmen were not eligible. It was truly student athletes, okay? So you had a, that's why my records are all wiped out. Three years, that's all we had. And there was no three-point line because I never shot, I don't think I ever took a jump shot in, in college that was under the three-point line. So there was no three-point line. But anyway, so Bach was there that night, and you got to look two years in advance because Kenny Parker, Okay, had one more year at Fordham the next year, and then, and then of course, then I move in my sophomore year. Now, I had a big guy, Frankie McLaughlin, and we pushed him to two. They were looking for a point guard that actually fed the guys, and I, was, I loved that role. Uh, so anyway, uh, he said, Johnny Ball comes in the locker room after my game and says, you know what, Catholic school for you, like you're coming. I says, I don't know, I got about 30 offers. I was a big-time baseball player, okay? And in fact, I had to turn down the round ball, which is great because they have this stupid rule still today. If you play a spring sport, you cannot play in a round ball. How about that? That's the truth. And they used to get sellouts. The round ball started in Pittsburgh. It was the national game. So I, what, what athlete would do that today, you think? Turn, turn down you know, 13,000 people and play in a big time game? But I did. I was loyal to my baseball team. I was the captain. So anyway, he says, you're coming to Fordham. I said, no, I got these other offers. So I go to the old garden, okay? He picks me up at the airport, and it's like Jimmy Valvano for Rutgers. And you got, you got to realize, NIT at that time was actually bigger than NCAA. And Marquette, so I first saw El McGuire in those crazy uniforms. And I don't know if you guys know the names, but Clyde Fraser from the New York Knicks, right? So they're playing in the old garden, the last game in the old garden. Johnny Box says to me, he says, Jack, we're going to the new garden, and we play down in the new garden with all the new teams. You've got to come with us. You've got to come with us. So I said, okay, I'm seriously thinking about it now, you know. So the next day, he takes me to see Angela Lansbury, who's his personal friend, the star of Maine on Broadway. Never saw a school play, yet a big-time play like Maine, okay, and, and meeting a star. So anyway, after that, you know, I checked out for him. I said, there's... I got it. Like, God talked to me here. I'm going to Florida, you know? And so that's kind of like how I made my decision. So Johnny Ball calls me at the end of my senior year. Here's what he says. Oh, by the way, Jack, I didn't tell you, okay? You're, you're going to go going up to the Catskills. Now, my dad loves Saratoga. Go up to the Catskills. Who's playing up there is the New York Knicks. Guess who's setting picks for me? Willis Reed, okay? And who's my partner, okay? okay. Who's my partner? Uh, Dick Barnett. So this is like in, in a summer. They, of course, have rules like that, forbid that, okay? But the Knicks, okay, or they were darlings of New York as well, you know? They they went up winning the championship too. Uh, so, anyway, I think I forget what the year was for that. Um, but anyway, I go. Now, you talk about blessings, okay? So I have Digger Phelps, right? How about in baseball? I got Gil McDougal, okay, who played in the 1960 World Series against my hero, Billy Mazeroski. You know that name? 
the only game to end in seven, seven, uh, seven games, right? At Forbes Field, he had a home run mass, beat Yogi Bear and all that. Whitey Ford, all these McDougals on that team, 10 to 9. Okay, guess who was at the game? Seventh game of the World Series. That man right there, that's my dad. Okay, it took him two, two days to get home. He walked in my kitchen. He's not, he's embarrassed by the story. <laughs> two days to get home. My mom says, where the hell were you? They drank in every bar from Oakland all the way to McKee's Rocks. I swear to God, that's the story. So I, you know, so Bill Masrat, no, here's the thing. I was in seventh grade. I played on the Little Pirates. The Little Pirates were the best players in Pittsburgh. We played 90 to 100 games per summer in the actual uniforms of the Pittsburgh Pirates. I played second base and then eventually shortstop at Fordham. Okay, second base. Hope I'm not going too fast for you. I wore Bill Bazrowski's number. So down at Forest Field, guess who taught me to turn a double play? Billy Maz in the Hall of Fame and Dick Grote. Okay, shortstop. He's the color man for Pitt. So you think I was blessed? I go to Montour, I mean, I go to Fordham, and Gil McDougal was my college coach. Can't beat that. Unbelievable. Uh, Unbelievable. We, we actually, I actually talked to Digger Phelps a couple weeks ago. And did you really? I did, yeah. I had him on, and we talked about his press a little bit. And I'm just wondering, when he came to you guys and said you were going to run this crazy up-style right. up or up-tempo style, what did you think? Well, one thing, I look like a little, you know, little guy. But I got a big heart, and I'm pretty smart. I always was pretty smart. And I was the first one to recognize what this man was telling me was going to jive with the way we're going to play. We had three leaders on a team, me, Maynard, and Yelverton. Yelverton more like great player. You know, me, me and Maynard were like, the, you know, the guys that pushed hard. And we, we just bought in. I'm sure he said that. We bought into what he said. We believed in what he said. They, they had a huge pep rally. The people in, in New York, particularly Fordham, were dying for a winner. Okay, because Fordham was pretty good. I played in the NIT against Louisville my sophomore year. Billy, Billy Langheld, I remember him, and uh, you know these guys, Kasu, he's dead now. We had good teams at Fordham, uh, but we bought in. We bought into Digger style, and we just gathered momentum. Now, I'll tell you a good story about what brought us together as a team. We went down to Gainesville to play the University of Florida, okay? And it was early on. Now, Gainesville, a lot of people don't realize, Still today, it's, it's really closer to Georgia than it is Florida. It's not like Miami. It's not Florida. So we go down, and we play at the University of Florida, and we beat them, and our black guys couldn't eat in a restaurant. They would not allow black people to eat in restaurants, so that brought us together. Okay, we went out that night. I forget where we went, but we, we could have went, you know, and they, Kings, Kings of the Hill, the white guys. Why would we do that? But that, they always respected, everyone respected everyone because of our decision right there. That kind of brought us together. Uh, you know, and uh, but we just played together. Everything was together. I mean, we were one spirit. I'm telling you, one spirit. Uh, so it was really, uh, it was really something to see. Like we played Dr. J. Okay, here's the story, Dr. J. Read Dr. J. At Massachusetts. You know, who's sitting on the bench. Freshman can't play. Rick Pitino. What did Rick Pitino say? I got articles. My grandfather cut everything out. Rick Pitino said that team beat us, and they were not as good as us. When I become a coach, I'm playing like that team. I'm going to dictate to the other. See, we played you 94 feet. There were no timeouts in basketball. Like tonight, they got this four-minute crap. We See, that was to our advantage. We wore you down. We were the best-conditioned athletes going. Imagine playing that way the whole year. You know what I mean? So we had a distinct advantage. It didn't matter how tall you were. When you had a 6'11 guy, it couldn't go from there to there. Like, you know what I mean? The, you know, they had to take them out because they were blown out. What good was their height if they – but they never got the ball down here because the ball was never advanced on there. So, I mean, we played the right style. You know, we had the right coach. Everything came together. 
and it was just like a, a you know a, a, just a miraculous year. Okay, one more story for it. So we lose the Villanova, and I think rightfully so. They were a better team than us. So Gil McDougal calls me, right? He calls me up and says, Jack, you're going to make the first game. It's up at West Point. And I says, well, yeah, Pennsylvania, I'm the third hitter. I'm like the best hitter on a team, okay? And I have aspirations to play, you know, in the major leagues, okay? So he said, yeah, Gil, I'm playing. And he's pushing hard for me, you know, with the Yankees or Mets, whatever. So I said, I am definitely going to beat her. Well, we got one more game to play. You should have seen this game. This is the battle in New York. Okay, if I knew you were here, I would give you, if you guys are going to come for the Atlantic 10, okay, I'll give, you the, I'll give you these stats. Okay, we played South Carolina. All New Yorkers, Frank McGuire. It was the battle in New York. There was hard feelings after the game in the shower. Johnny Rhodes, they had all kind of All-Americans. Tommy Owens, we beat them to 100 to 90. We still have the record. Look it up, Wikipedia if you want to. 22 for 22, 1971 Fordham team. We are in the record books, okay? How could you beat that? Okay, I was seven for seven, okay? 22 for 22. So I tell you, how could you get any better? So here's a story for it. Villanelle was playing Pitt in the NCAAs. My mom, who's not here tonight, she's the one that blesses everyone. We're sitting in the living room, right? And they're playing Pitt. They're playing Pitt. And Villanova is 21 for 21. And they go at the end of the game. And they go to take a one-on-one -on -one at the end of the game. So they make both. They forget about Fordham. You'll never see them again. My mom says, there's no way that person's making it. It, it went like it. About three times, it went in and out, fell out. So we are still the record book holders. See, I'm telling you, God has a reason for all these things. I can never figure all those things out, but God has been blessed to a lot of us, particularly me. Jack, thank you so much for joining us. Okay, I really great. appreciate the time. Well, thank you.